0: how's it going everybody it is thursday night it is your big gold belt wrestling podcast and i was all ready to talk about vikingo and i'm sure we still will tonight but cm punk (laughs) has set the world afire he has fired back and that will be topic number one as we get started here tonight folks your big Gold belt podcast drops right now everyone, it is Thursday night. It's your Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast Season 3, Episode 8. We got a full house tonight. The whole crew, all five of us here. We got, I go all the way around the circle here, so let's we see. Here. Here. We, we got here. We got 2 we, we got Celis. We got <laughs> Damien. We got the Giant Crab. We are all in the house. A week out from WrestleMania week. A lot to get into, so let's not waste any time because Lord knows... We had a surprise drop on us this evening. (laughs) After months of silence, Mr. Phil Brooks, CM Punk, decided to, for a very brief window, make a statement that he has already since pulled down. It was only up for a little bit, but he made a statement on the Instagram. And he was not shy about uh, making some feelings known about Brawl Out and, I guess, AEW and his last months there, and you know, just when you think that story is over and maybe done with and gone away, we got some gasoline poured on it tonight, so we are here, gentlemen, to talk about that to kick the night off. How's everyone doing?
1: Good allergies, I guess, for some of us.
0: Ready, yeah, <laughs>
2: Edwin Diaz funny. still has a broken ankle, and I'm
3: upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> but the baseball classic was wonderful overall.
2: Oh, it was rigged. It was totally
3: rigged.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a whole other topic. That's, yeah. that's,
2: a that's a different topic for a different show that's totally not Marcellus's
4: show.
3: I'm saying. <laughs> I'll let you have that
4: one. I'll let <laughs> you have that one. <laughs> Listen, All I'm right. excited because as of one week ago, like a couple of days ago, I finally decided I will be going to Wrestlemania. So, yeah, so we'll be there as 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 an outlet, we'll be there, but uh I will be uh boots on ground for it. so I'm excited to see what happens in go. LA next week.
0: Your big gold belt live and in person in LA next week. So Lord Lord knows we will talk a lot about WrestleMania next week, but this is gonna be an AEW heavy show, it seems, just because the way things have worked out here. So CM Punk, CM Punk, there is a, a, a firestorm around him today. So let's let's break this down and set the table, I guess, so we can then discuss. So apparently what happened, there was a lot of talk online, a lot of chatter throughout today about, is it time for Punk to come back? Rumblings of him coming back because he had made some posts on uh, Instagram talking about uh, old back in the day in wrestling and people be brought into a room and made to like work out their beef and get over stuff. And people took it as like, Oh, he, he must be, he must be ready. He must be like, you know, it must be time. He, he's putting something out there. It must be rumblings and starting to happen. So I guess someone went to Dave Meltzer today on his board. <laughs> no, that's not how that happened.
4: Dave not... Dave was fishing. That that's, that's the only way that transpired. Maybe, maybe,
0: hey, maybe. Maybe he threw that out there. So let's see if it does something. And hey, it did. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll hit this with the one-two punch. Here's what Meltzer said <laughs> first. And then we will give Punk's response that's a lot more interesting. So Meltzer posts on his board this afternoon, quote, Do you know why they didn't advertise Punk versus Moxley longer and why it had such a short build? because Punk agreed to it. Then AEW got a legal letter saying he wasn't down with it and wasn't doing it, and they didn't know if he'd come until Tony put his foot down. There are a lot of nice things I can say about him, and you can absolutely argue his position on Moxley was correct, but you can't argue he willingly did what he was asked to do in that scenario. End quote. So Meltzer puts that out. Meltzer puts that out. Lots of interesting stuff in there on legal letter and stuff. And, uh... (laughs) I, I mean that that sounds. like I me mean, to me, the, all I, all I really get from that is that sounds like it came from Tony, you know. That sounds like T, that sounds like a TK uh press release there coming out through uh, <laughs> you know through his uh his uh, media person or something. Uh-huh. I don't know, floating that out there. But we'll get to that in a second. Let's get everything out here. So now we go to Instagram with CM Punk's now deleted post. Here is where it gets interesting. So quote. Sigh in all caps. Sigh. <laughs> I wasn't cleared to come back to wrestle yet. Then, then plan was this is, then plan was to wrestle at the pay per view. I sat and listened to Moxley's Rocky Three idea. I explained how I'd never seen a Rocky movie <laughs> and thought the idea sucked. But if the boss wanted to do it, whatever. He said he wouldn't lose to me. I'd never experienced someone refusing to lose to me. I just laughed. I asked Tony if this is what he wanted. He said, yes, he's the boss. So I said, okay, but I need to be cleared first. They kept saying it could just be a squash. So I didn't need to be cleared. I scoffed at that. My health is more important. Dave Meltzer is a liar. Jericho (laughs) is a liar and a stooge. There were plans, but plans always change, but I'll never put a company above my health ever again. End quote. As we said, that has since been deleted from Instagram, but screenshots are forever. So people know about it. It's out there. It's blown up yeah. the social media. Mm-hmm. So I guess first, now that I've said all that, it's all out there. Who who would like to weigh in here first with some thoughts Me. on this? Because there is a lot here. Two chains, get in here.
4: Yeah, first thing, let's let's hit the Rocky notion here. First of all, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say if he just because he hasn't seen Rocky is okay. Especially since that, like, I, I I think it's a cup of tea thing. Like, either you liked it or you didn't. I don't. There's a lot of movies, a popular movies. I'm sure people have watched. So, like, I know people are like harping on you did, didn't see Rocky, and it's like what, but fine. And also after three, there was no point of you watching anyway. So it's so it's okay. Um, but uh, I I think the biggest thing for me is there's some like really strange language within within that 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 Instagram story <laughs> one. Talk about never putting a company before your health and them pushing him. I'm not, I, I don't want to use pushing because that that I mean you can describe how you want, but them trying to come up with a, me- a measure of him being able to wrestle, not clear, saying it's still a squash and he can do it anyway. It's, I'm not surprised there's not a more of an outrage about that by saying that like you all insistent that he wrestle regardless, even with these precautions, but he wasn't cleared just for the sake of the programming here um i don't that's literally
0: I, what he left something else you know his wwe over was a damn you know having to wrestle while injured <laughs>
4: yeah um so that i mean that's what stuck out to me the most uh, be, because you know we'll talk about the timeline but for me it's like oh, you didn't watch rocky no no problem um uh, <laughs> but ultimately <laughs> yeah, yeah he's saying that they forced him to wrestle when he wasn't cleared and he said he would never do such again and I think if it had not been CM Punk that said that statement, this would be a complete outrage. Anybody else, let it have been Paige, let it have been uh, Brian Danielson, anybody, and they'll be like, oh, okay, you know, in any sport, anybody who isn't clear that's forced to re-enter the game or whatever it is, it'll be a complete outrage. It's so much, it's so much emphasis on sports science right now that we're trying to prolong people's health and and careers and and regardless of the circumstance of Woody Russell he still got in the ring and i think that has to raise some eyebrows of, of somebody here in in terms of like the proper uh, outrage or concern should we say in and in what he said like how many other people had to do that if you made punk who was definitely your buddy buddy we all know that was his buddy buddy if you made him do it then god knows everybody else damn near had no other choice so it's, I don't know. That's not a that's that that wasn't a good remark uh, to 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 stamp on the company there. That's what I that's all I got for right now.
3: Hi, right. I'll go. So first off, how the hell haven't you seen Rocky Three? What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? And, and Punk's a wrestling fan, so he knows about Thunder Lips and Clubber Let Mister T. I don't want to hear that stuff. Don't know Rocky Three. How dare you, sir? Okay.
4: He said no Rockies
3: again. He didn't yeah. watch him in the Cold War either against Drago. That <laughs> you know what? I did not
0: see one through four at least. I mean, yeah, on. you got
3: you got to watch Bridget Nielsen just say two word syllables the the whole movie as a co star because she's married Sly Legend. with anyway, <laughs> Gorbachev, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> if he was pressured into this, man, this is so carny. You know, I I, I was thinking about this about how. WWE, when he was in WWE, the doctors, you know, were just like, here, take this. Here, take this. And he got, Mm -hmm. what, he got a stab infection, if memory serves me correct. And damn near could have died. Uh, And now, if he was pressured to wrestle, even though he wasn't cleared, just so the check clears, you know, as much as I want to say, damn, Tony, really? It's more of, well, do you want the paycheck? Or do you want to just stick to your guns? Because he wouldn't have been the first person to walk out in the main event. Hello, what's my warrior? How you doing? Because <laughs> if, if it didn't work for Warrior, he don't walk out. So I'd like to think that Punk had enough cachet in the wrestling industry to just say, no, I'm not going to do it. Pull a Hogan and say, doesn't work for me, brother. But at the same token, <sighs> This is his fault <laughs> in a way. Okay. This is this is his fault. He has positioned and I don't know where Sellas wants to go with it, but I'll just say mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. He has done this so many times about the kid who the toy broke and wants to take it and, and just like throw it away. Like I'm done playing with you because it doesn't get what he wants. Yep. Ice cream bars, contract status, I'm not getting enough merchandise numbers. I'm going to take my ball and go home because I'm not in the, uh, the main event of WrestleMania. Okay. What do you want? They brought you in as this premier star as the moneymaker. He even said in his press conference after brawl out about the million dollar gate. Cool, buddy. Good job. What more do you want? You were the champ. You could have just done whatever the hell you wanted to do. They asked you to do one thing, one thing, just drop it. You could have done the finger poke of doom. You could have been taken out backstage. You had other ideas you could have suggested. That NXT parking lot is hella dangerous. So we don't know about the AEW parking lot. Could have done something like that. And Rikishi did it for The Rock. But I'm getting tired of Phil. And I'm going to say Phil because punk is a punk overall. But Phil, for all his trying to be different, he is no more, the, he's basically the same as every other guy trying to protect this spot. Hogan, Sean, Brett, Hunter, you name it, that's him. So for him to not play ball, as they say, stop being a fucking child, man. You're a grown ass man. Stop it. And I'm tired of it. And you know what? I love Punk the Wrestler, but I'm over Phil Brooks the person.
1: Oh, Damien, and you hit kind of the trajectory I wanted to go. So that's why I lit up because I was like, am I the only person that is feeling this way? Because to me, it's the same story that we have from WWE to UFC, as well as uh, where we are in AEW right now.
4: Let me jump in there real quick. Yep. Yep. This this ain't a story going across three different uh, businesses. This is
1: just who he is. That's yep. the thing. but but And that's what I was about to get to because now you got to look at, if it's the same thing, just like when we kids, right? Oh, this kid's bothering me. This kid's bothering me. And then who's the consistent one? The one that's in the middle of all those stories where it's the same thing repeating itself all over again. Yeah, what? common denominator.
3: The common denominator.
1: Yep. yep, so it's like, at this point, it's like, We've heard this story before. So, and I'm hearing a contradictory thing. It's like, okay, you're going to do what the boss wants or are you going to complain about it? You can't complain about can't saying, do all both. right, yeah, I, I, I'll do what the boss says and I can't, you know, you can't, you can't complain about it if you're going to do what he says and then try to cry wolf and saying, well, they didn't treat me right. I didn't get my spot right. They know I was hurt. You can't do that. So at this point, it's like, I'm tired of the hearing the noise and complaining. It's just interesting to talk about, of course, but it's the same thing I'm hearing over and over again. It's like I I'm I'm done with you too. Like I'm done with it too. Like you said, Damien. It's just it's the same thing repeating itself over again.
2: Is, is you finished or is you done? I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Okay, bird man. <laughs> I'm done.
3: I, th- I think punk is finished <laughs> and done, but besides So I'm I'm
2: I'm quite sick of the uh anti-punk agenda coming through uh man. From, from, from all sides. I'm waiting I think, for here. I, I think part of it. Is that on one side, you tell people that you need to believe in yourself and establish yourself and secure your spot because God damn it. Nobody's going to give it to you. You're going to have to take what you want, grab the brass ring and all that stuff. And in a moment, you actually do that. Mm. And then, uh, you know, the unfortunate happens and things don't go the way you want. Now, we saw this with Gresham, for example, um, mm. you know, and, and leaving AEW. And we, we've seen this in other places. Vicky Guerrero is about to leave, and she's not exactly leaving quietly. And this thing with uh, Thunder Rosa still is trying to eggshell her way back um, through the injuries and the rhetoric. And now we see this thing with punk, and it seems to be that people have just decided what they're going to believe in regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they get to choose their news, or whoever, whatever dirty they want to believe in. They get to choose who they like, whether you're on the side of punk, whether you're on the side of, of the elite cool, but the problem that I have is just a blanket, you know, problem is he was brought in to be the guy that you hate him for being. Mm. He was brought in to be the top guy. He was brought in to be uh, the ice cream seller, the needle mover and to take <laughs> the company to the next level. That's why they gave him his own very special rampage. That's why they, uh, you know, made him, you know, champion and, and you know, did the whole thing with Friedman. Um part of that is, well, number one, all of that is on Khan because he brought him in. Mm -hmm. But he brought him in to be that guy. And I really do believe that other people that have been there for the past two and a half years, three years or whatever it was, went, how the hell is he coming to get a spot before I do? Well, Adam Page, you're not CM Punk. Full stop. That is what it is. That it's going to be what it's going to be until the day either you or him dies and we stop keeping records about it. I don't understand how he's the guy that you think he is as far as his star power and notoriety. And then when he flexes a little bit of that muscle that he's arguably earned, people have a problem with it. He's a prima donna. He's, he's tough to work with. He's uh, doing all these other things, too. So there's that. But let me ask you, Jamal, just going off that, has
1: he met that star- status? Has he really met that status?
2: Well, to me, no, because I wouldn't have brought his old ass in there because mm-hmm. AEW needs to get younger. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But for me, I would I would fire everybody over 37 for mm-hmm. me. That's what I would do because they have enough young talent that and they need to separate themselves from WWE and bring and bring in a guy that's a legacy WWE guy doesn't help them do that. So I would have fired all their old asses, all of them go. But since they brought him in, gave him his own event, he had 20 minutes of an hour mm-hmm. on television, unscripted. Yep. Yep. And they brought him, and they didn't do that for literally anybody. Nope. Not Jericho, not Moxley, not Kenny, not anybody else that they brought in. They gave him his own damn show. So cool. He gets hurt, unfortunate. He says, hey, I have, you know, somebody says, I have an idea. Now, because, you know, Moxley's not that guy, he's politicking backstage. No. But he comes up with whatever the hell this Rocky 3 thing is, because honestly, Rocky 3 sucked. Um, what? Yeah, I didn't like it. Um I've seen it. It's the one I least remember. And that's over Rocky Balboa.
4: So <laughs> now that's 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 the biggest hot take of the day there. Oh my goodness. Right. Um, hey, can I, look, let me get in there real quick. I want I want I want because I wanna I wanna I wanna give it right back to you real quick. Cause some something you saying that's making me before I forget is also like how much is, is a man supposed to take. Like, how much is he supposed to take? In, in, in and the more of a beatdown is he supposed to take before he actually says something?
0: Well, here, here's what let me jump in real quick. That's because huh? going back to Meltzer's statement, Meltzer threw into the line about he sent a legal letter about not wanting, you know, to what he said, legal letter saying he wasn't down with, with the direction that they were doing. So that makes me wonder was hearing that is like, was CM Punk given creative control when that's he came in? Because mm. that's say, how I, that reads to me yeah. is like be, if he was able to send a legal yeah. letter and say I'm not okay with this. I mean, I mean I that's mean, they, it. If if Khan agreed to something like that, then hey, it's like you reap what you sow if you agree they, to something like that. What's with this legal letter that they're saying he sent about not being happy about this? Stuff?
4: They they play BFS the entire time. Uh, listen, every week CM Punk's gonna speech whether he had a segment on television or, or off air, he always had something. You can tell it was literally what he wanted to do, yet what they kind of agreed that they needed him to do. But again, to my point is that with all of this that happened, you know, he gets jumped back in the locker room, but it's his fault. He comes out and says some things. He responds back to a journalist and, 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 uh, and, and Nick, and he, and he says how he feels, but he's wrong. He gets jumped. He gets fired. He's the problem person. Sure, he has a, a very consistent personality. But again, I'm just thinking like, but how much is a person supposed to take before they before they actually decide that I'm going to say something back? It's been months since he's been gone and he hasn't said anything. So even this little blurb that he gave back, people are raising hell about and now blaming his him as a person instead of what actually happened. Like, he's been a beating horse for all of these things this entire time. Meanwhile, the other parties of this, we talk about Khan, the elite and everybody, it's, it's back to normal programming but shouldn't they be held as responsible just as much as for the thing so i think they can't that find himself definitely can't and i think this statement was definitely like a listen i'm tired of y'all always pointing the finger at me about something and as if everything's so smooth so let me just expose something to y'all real quick uh this is what happened with the booking and the programming this is also what happened in terms of my health they were asking me to do something i wasn't down to do so so take a look in the mirror as in terms of who y'all want to point the finger at. That's but, why I didn't have a problem with it.
1: But once again, going back to Damien's point, and I hear you well, but haven't you done this before when mm. you was in the other promotions and you're saying the same story? I didn't make it to the top because I didn't get my chance. Or oh, when The Rock came back, I had to give up my belt because I wasn't big enough name. If they would have gave me an opportunity, I would have done this. Is that the same story that he's putting up if he doesn't get my way? Not saying it's justified from his perspective not having a whole story, but it's the same thing
2: we've heard over and over again.
4: I mean, it's not Ryback. That's all I'm
0: saying. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> feed, me, feed me more then.
4: Feed me more. But but
2: I also think that there is one thing that's interesting in what Punk said is that he wasn't clear at the wrestle and they are trying to force his hand on that. Um, it's not that that's completely implausible, like, oh my god, that's in lunacy because mm-hmm. Matt Hardy happened. Mm-hmm. They finished the match when half his brains were laid on the concrete. So it's not that Khan, you know, Ooh. may or may not make a snap decision on what the greater good is. Because remember, we were talking about the pay-per-view. He wanted him to come back for the pay-per-view that he's trying to sell for 50 bucks a pop. Right. So, yeah. you know, what, so then what do you do? You have him, you know, drop the belt on the rampage, give this impassioned speech, I'm going to be back. Well, what did I do to the pay-per-view? So, I mean, I, I do think that the truth really is somewhere in the middle and I know that uh, you know there is a, a side on the on the former and a side on the latter, but the tr- truth is, I do believe that there's some. The truth is somewhere in the middle, mm-hmm. where maybe Punk wasn't ready to come back and contract to force his hand. Uh, you know, and they've had the interim title you know shenanigans before, and that shit was growing old quickly, um, because Rosa just went through that, and then Punk got hurt. I think, yeah. Um, so that was a thing, and then Tony Storm was chirping about the inter- interim title. So now Punk gets hurt. Well, do we want another interim championship? Well, obviously that's what they went with because they couldn't resolve it backstage, but it makes sense considering that that you go, "Hmm. Not just drop the belt. I'm literally hurt." It's it's yeah. just a squash match. It's okay. I'm yeah, which fucking I that's hurt. the Rocky
0: that's the Rocky 3 story I guess that they're they's talking yeah. about It's the what? Clubber Lang bum rushes Rocky in the beginning of the movie, beats him real quick, and then Rocky comes back at the end and wins it. It's just the weirdness of well, you're hurt, you're not cleared, but oh, don't worry about that. We can we can do the part where you get squashed. You don't need to be able to go for that. We can get that done in three minutes. And I guess right. that sounds like that's the crux of his issue is and, that and, part and there. So
2: to that point, though, Will, if that is the crux of his issue, why are we hearing about it seven, eight months later? Because yeah. if you are punk, and then one of the biggest things that you could say as a wrestler, especially if, given the nature of the business, the first thing I would be at, at, at all out it would be like these motherfuckers wanted me to work hurt, and I ain't doing. Yeah,
0: that. well, hell, I mean, that's, brawl out makes a lot more damn sense now when it's three weeks removed from all this. And so mm-hmm. he's sitting there hurt and like, you made me come back. Now I'm champ again. I jumped through hoops for this, and it's like <laughs> now it's like <sighs> it's in a different light. Where it's like, why would he be in this mood at brawl out with stuff to get off his chest? Well, the past couple of weeks of the way they treated him. Now it's like, okay, there's some perspective on this now that we didn't have before.
2: Assuming you believe him because right. there is so, that too.
0: Assuming his story is, yeah. you know, legit.
2: But I I, I do think that, um, now, now the question is, what do you do with him?
0: Well, is there a path for him to come back?
2: Well, well it didn't I, I, I,
0: seem like it to me.
4: I would agree, Will. Well, listen,
0: two two things here because because
4: I I, I want to get the timeline exactly when this would have made sense because when we when he had the squash match, which was there's a there's actually a lot to unfold here, and honestly, like really really honestly, I would love to hear a, a uncandid perspective from Thunder Rosa during all of this because this this becomes very interesting now in terms of. Her being injured, having to relinquish her title, he being injured, working to lose his title in order to be able to come back to reclaim it. They worked the storyline with his. They had nothing for her, which is a little bit of a head scratch. And they still don't have nothing for her. So yeah. um, he,
0: won, he won the title Memorial Day weekend from Adam okay. Page, and that's when he hurts his foot. So then he has to go away. So then they start up the interim title that Moxley won at a forbidden door. So that yep. was the end of June. Yeah. So all that's going on, and then the 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 unification match, the squash match, which apparently he's saying Mox refused to lose in this whole Rocky thing, that happened August twenty fourth. So the end of the summer is when they do the squash match. But then remember the weirdness at the time was then they came right back Labor Day weekend, and that's when they did the all out match that led to brawl out. So I mean, all yeah. this happened in just a matter of weeks. It was. Who we'll started calling this brawl what, out?
4: Who who's the where did this name come from? <laughs> Probably Reddit. I blame it. them for everything. Gotta be. <laughs> They've
0: been going around. I started hearing it in the fall. So <laughs> anyway. But yeah, I mean, all this happened very, you know, quickly over the a couple weeks, it looks like. Okay. Yeah. Other than him being out and and I guess and just also just that part in there about I guess once they started talking about the unification or the you know him coming back, that Moxley wouldn't lose to it. That, that that part I mean, you don't hear no one That's talking about. That's the part like, no one's
3: talking yeah. about. Yeah, Right, well, and never, well, so it? old
0: Moxley HBK here. I mean,
3: lost a <laughs> no, smile. Who
0: who who's a punk's you know big like you know old time favorite Bret Hart, and so it's, it's 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 Montreal all over again with you won't lose to me. I, I'm going to take that personally. That's going to stick in my <laughs> craw right off the bat. So again, assuming his story is legit, but this go I think the most interesting thing to me is. Now this goes far beyond the EVPs. Now we got Moxley involved. We clearly got <laughs> TK's you know, decision-making and who he's siding with involved. It's like before it was all this, oh, he isn't getting along with the EVPs and Hangman. Now it's like, nah, he ain't getting along with anybody in a position of power there, it seems. <laughs> yeah, now, to
2: now, me, on, what, to wait, me. Wait, what, the question that I have is, is that um, when well, you have uh, this thing and he's, I think he's going to come back. Now, whether or not he should or not is, is a different problem. I think he's going to come back. Um, I think that when you have him out, there are those that definitely benefit from him not being there. Jericho, I mean, and you can look and see what happened when, as soon as he left. Who do they push forward? Friedman. Jericho has been, you know, hasn't missed a week. Moxley's been trying to take vacation forever, and then he, you know, does for two weeks or so. Kenny came back. They gave him a belt immediately. It's pretty obvious if we're talking about a him versus them, what happened to them after he left, they arguably prospered. Ain't that a bitch? I- I'm just saying it's a um. It- it's I'm not saying it's a conspiracy, but I will say this is a conspiracy. What if this is all the work for the TV show?
3: Oh come on! For
2: next yeah, week, for the reaction uh, show? That's a good point. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just saying I mean, it's, like, a, it's, it's they, 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 it was yeah. it was a shoot the injury, it was a shoot the backstage uh you know shenanigans, but what if they parlayed this over the summer, for the cameras that we didn't know were backstage until they released the thing and we see the candid moments with Calla Riley and Adam Cole, we see the candid moments with uh Rich Friedman, um leading up to things because remember he had a he had a June, um. What if they, what if it was a work and they worked the work into a shoot, which turned into a work, because the <laughs> marks don't know if they're being worked a shot at or not.
0: Uh, I'm just saying. The they thing. shoot your if shot, see CM Pump. If they manage to pull that off after all these months, it's going to be hella impressive. Well, well, we'll it's, not, it's not that all.
2: The thing is, is that nothing really happened until something happens.
0: And yeah. then once it happens, people go, oh
2: shit, we need a timeline again. And all of these, yeah. you know, and then, then Twitter gets riled up and the wrestling gets riled up and then and now we're back to square one because the Beehive got kicked. And that's what they've been doing. They've been kicking the Hive every six to eight weeks or so. And then now we're back where we started. And they're right.
4: asking the same questions. What do you do with him Right. But we'll find out on TBS when that shit airs. I, yeah. I, I'm sure we'll probably cover that. Uh, I, I think my, my last comment I kind of want to make is this, that they, they – does he come back? I think so, too. I absolutely think they need him. And how does it work? I think you just bring them in. I, again, I think he's, I think him and Tony are, to some extent, functionally understanding that they both need one another. Um, and he absolutely had him. And what you, we, we we talked about this ever since they started bringing in all the new shiny toys, is that none of these folks were not going to want to seat at the big boy table. At some point. It was going to be an issue at the big boy table. And I think this just happens to be one of them. You had to, the, all the people who had titles who didn't lost their titles, because how could you give them titles, but then have somebody like Moxley potentially making more than what they make? Like, there's a lot of reasons why it just wasn't going to work. Trip all the titles, figure out the pay uh, rates so that it, it works for everybody. But it's still somebody's going to find reasons to um, not click. And then you have things probably like, the storyline with uh, well, by paid with Sareya and all of them as like the the ex WWE folks versus the originals. I'm pretty sure that's like a a, a demeanor, maybe even like a a, a a whole culture in the back in the back room in terms of who were the OG AEW, who are all these folks that come in and think they can just sit at the same table we are. I think that's why a lot of these conflicts and things were happening back there. And at some point, this came to a boil. But I think it was just an easy scapegoat to blame CM Pump just because of his past. I don't think, especially when it's one person who... It, him him talking trash at the uh, at, at the scrum should not have resulted to him getting jumped. There's no other way to look about it. He gets jumped and gets suspended and then gets blamed for it. Ain't no, ain't, ain't no situation where that makes sense at all. So... I just think at some point it just became a whole bunch of folks saying we this is our company. You come in here trying to change things, and you're out here talking shit about us. Da 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 da. da. They go back and tell Tony. He goes back and tell Tony Tony's stuck in the middle. It's Feels just red. messy. It's just messy. That's why there's no solution to it. And that's why nobody really knows the story because it's such a big spaghetti a bowl of spaghetti mess that you just don't know how it played out. But you can ensure because all of us been to high school. That it was nothing more than high school back hallway drama that went on. And whether you've seen it or you didn't, but you heard from it from one person to the next person to the next person to the next person. And you just kind of kind of go with whatever you think your narrative is going to be and let it be.
3: Real quick before the break, I just want to say, yes, he'll come back because there is money to be made.
4: Absolutely.
3: Professional in the professional wrestling term. Make money sell tickets sell merch just he'll come back for that
1: and i'll add this if he doesn't make it here his career's done
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right time will tell it is halftime folks we are gonna get ready for the indie spotlight coming up after this and then god we got we gotta get into vikingo we gotta get into free agent goldberg there's all kinds of stuff coming up folks so stay with us Your Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast will be back right after this.
3: Big Gold Belt Media is your golden standard for all of your media needs. Visit BigGoldBelt.com for pro wrestling info, movies, comics, and even more digital content. On all of your social medias, follow us at Big Gold Belt all across the board. Listen to this show and more on your SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: are back, folks. It's time for the indie Spotlight, and we're putting the focus on next week, WrestleMania week in L.A., so Giant Crab, get in here. With I hear you're going to run down the hottest stuff going on each day that's got your attention. If
2: I were going to be in Los Angeles next weekend, and I'm not because it's open today and I'm going to be in Kansas City, (laughs) but uh, if I want to be in Los Angeles next weekend, these are the five shows on each day that I would go to. I'm not saying that they're the best shows, but these are the shows that caught my eye and I might have to check them out on Fight or Independent Wrestling uh, you know, as they air. But uh, let, let's just start off first. Wednesday, the uh, March 29th. Micro <laughs> Micromania Midget Wrestling. Yeah, the main event. Oh, oh damn! Mini Fifty Cent versus Mini ja Rule. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> oh,
0: done. I'm done. I'm done. We got my money if I was there. I,
2: why do you not go to that show? Um, you can you can check their Twitter. Um, you can get tickets uh, at whiskey, whiskeyagogo.com. That's the name of the venue. Uh, Frankie Kazarian's band Gutter Candy is actually going to be performing at the show. But uh, it's it looks absolutely ridiculous. That's March 29th, a Wednesday at 8 p.m. local time um, out in Los Angeles. Uh, DDT goes to Hollywood. That is Thursday, the uh, March 30th at 8 p.m. Uh, that's going to be at the Ukrainian Cultural Center. That's part of the collective. So a lot of the collective events are going to be there. Um, that looks like another you know, fantastic card. But if you haven't seen DDT Wrestling live, um, it's some of the most insane bananas, batshit crazy things you'll see anywhere in wrestling. And the ability to see that live is great. After that event is over at midnight, you have For the Culture Part 3. That's going to go from midnight to sometime after 2 a.m. Also, Ukrainian Culture Center. So two big shows on March 30th that day. Uh, WrestleMania, of course, is Saturday and Sunday. And there are events Saturday and Sunday, but honestly, none of them would be bigger than WrestleMania. Um, uh, You know, Effie's Big Gay Brunch is uh, on Saturday morning, but, you know, the card looks eh, okay. Okay. GCW versus DDT versus versus DDT is March 31st, a Friday at the Ukrainian Cultural Center in Los Angeles. Uh, Tickets for all these things are on Eventbrite. So if you uh, go to eventbrite.com, you can search for individual events. Uh, If you go to the company's perspective um, uh, website or Twitter page, um, GCW, the collective, you'll find all of their events there. WrestleCon has a slew of events there. Um, And then there's some other fringe events like Micromania, Uh, you know, midget versus 50 cent versus mini ja
4: rule at uh
0: whiskey and go go on March 29th.
4: Are they are they they actually promoting it as midget wrestling? Yes, it's literally called Micromania Midget Wrestling. And on
2: the um the poster is mini 50 cent versus mini ja rule. And you can't tell me that's not actually Jeffrey Atkins, but I'm sold. Uh, I'm, I'm sold on it, but but needless to say. There's a ton more events that are happening all throughout the weekend. Uh, there are events like legit from midnight to midnight um, on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, then of course, WrestleMania is going to be 17 hours long um, each <laughs> yeah. day, and and then, of course you have NXT. Uh, you know, not take over, but you know the NXT events. Stand and deliver at yep. 9:45 a.m. local time um, in in Los Angeles. Uh, RAW is going to be at the. Um, what are they calling it? Crypto.com. Crypto. Arena. Yep. 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 Crypto um, Arena. After WrestleMania. So there are a ton of events that are happening, too many to cover in this short amount of time. But uh, you'll definitely want to check out Eventbrite um, to get and for a list of uh, events. Uh, and if there's a company that you know of or a wrestler that you follow, check them out too, because they're everybody's posting events all over Los Angeles, Anaheim, um, you know, Compton. South LA, Long Beach, uh LA is huge. Yeah. And if you pick an area, you will be able to find some wrestling near you, some locals, some from abroad, some from everywhere. It's actually like the first real WrestleMania week experience as far as the big shows coinciding with the indie shows and, you know, it's it's actually a hell of a thing that's going on out there. So that's all this weekend from next Wednesday to next Sunday, part of the WrestleMania weekend events and that's the indie spotlight for this week. Nice.
0: There we, there we go. There we go. Big week coming up, folks. Get your rest while you can because we're going to be in for it next week. When we have our show next week, we'll be already uh, into the mix and hearing crazy stuff going on. So I'm sure we'll be getting our bearings next week here on the show on Thursday night. So before all the punk drama happened, you know, there was something else big that happened on AEW <laughs> last night, and that was the debut of El Hijo del Vikingo showing up against Kenny Omega, which, if you haven't seen any gifts going around today, I don't know how you've avoided them, because they've been all over since the moment the match started, just a highlight reel of crazy flips and dives and things that don't even seem like they're humanly possible. I kind of described it as a human cheat code for a wrestling video game, because that man just did all kinds of crazy stuff. But to me, it really begs the question, okay, you had this huge debut, all this attention, international superstar, but kind of where do you go from here now that he's you've debuted him, you had a main event, you got all this publicity from it, but what do you do with him next? So let's go around and uh, first, I guess also thoughts on Vakingo and what we saw from him. And then also what what do you do with the uh, AAA Mega weight champion since he is technically a wrestler from outside AEW, no all elite graphic going on here. But who, who wants to get in here first? I will.
4: Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. And okay, quickly. What do you do with him? If if I am a peer or agent or something, stay far away, sir. Mm-hmm. Far away. You are a draw. Mm-hmm. Anywhere you go, don't get hasty and just go ahead and decide the, the dialogue, even if you can. I'm sure Triple A has something on him right now, and Triple A has to know and understand that he is the biggest draw in the world right now, outside of Goldberg.
3: Don't Next topic.
4: Don't quote that. <laughs> um, but no, my thoughts about him is that um, it, when I think about wrestlers who do things that you just are just completely mind blown, right. I think Ricochet, I think Chris Bay, I think uh, – who Who else was I thinking earlier? But anyway, I throw his name in there now and, and saying that – oh, oh. Um. Uh, what's his name? Uh, overseas. Uh, God, why is his name slipping out of my head? It'll come to me. But when you think about the folks who just really pushes the needle in the innovation of wrestling – I say he's in a he's in that class and I think that he comes out and he just like you say almost like a joystick he comes out there and just do these phenomenal things that you've never seen before this really shows you just how much more left in terms of innovation it is for wrestlers out there you know a lot of people are recycling a lot of the same things and you have a few a, a, a few a few others who are still being very creative and I think he comes in and he brings another style so um, it was cool to see somebody and say like, yeah, this is this is new. This is refreshing. This isn't the same old rigmarole that we've seen before. This this is this is this is this is dope. So but easily stay away. There is nothing but money at AEW for you. But as far as the elevation of your career, because you're still very young, what is it,
3: 25? 25, 25? Yep. Yeah.
4: Uh-uh. uh uh-uh. uh-uh. Keep going, sir. See so, the world.
3: <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna piggyback and say if I'm him, I stay far away from signing a damn contract with AEW because then you wind up being uh, El Idolo, or you wind up being Ugh. what happened? To, what happened to Bandito? Where he at? Uh, so yeah. <laughs> you get w- what do we always talk about the the graphic and then lost in the shuffle. Yep that that's that's the mo that's the the, the marching orders and if I'm him, I'm 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 making a killing. During Mania weekend, <laughs> if I'm allowed to.
4: Let like, Triple H come see you.
3: God. Uh,
4: Raise your he, stock. <laughs>
3: oh, literally. <laughs> and you know how much of a boner Triple H has for the luchadores. Luchador, and, yep, yep. and trying to bring in that next Latino star because they're already failing with uh, Hijo de Fantasma. Uh, yep. Santos. Uh But... Here's why I'm not as impressed about what I saw in the ring. I'm more impressed what he could do globally. I, I compare him to Ricochet. Yeah. Eh, if
1: yeah.
3: i seen Ricochet do stuff like that before, or Rey Mysterio back in 1995, not really going to blow my mind like that. Uh, I think 2 Chains Boyed it up, the step up into the Poison Rana. I had to watch it back three times because I didn't see the quick spin yep. while climbing. I thought yeah. I was like, what? He just walked up and turned yeah, around. the twist. The it twist the in there. It was a quick twist that got me. But because he's so young and because he's so athletic and because there's a thing called the internet, that is a big marketer for him. Where's Hokai? You can make gifts out of him and then he'll be a multimillionaire in no time in America. But also, staying back in Mexico allows him to be treated like royalty no matter where he goes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. Royalty, because think about. It. Think, I'm going to go even lesser. Remember, Daga. I mean, I'm saying I'm going the lower tier. But the mm-hmm. minute Daga started wrestling over here, with Impact, Tessa notwithstanding, eh. stay over there for sure. Be a king. Continue to build your legacy. Uh huh. And travel. And travel. Family the
4: world. legacy too.
3: Travel the world. So and that's I- what I am That's what I would do. I, I got
1: another name to add to that. Uh, Sin Car, the original Sin Car. Oh, the um, first one, mythical. Yeah. Mm. But, but when you think about what he can do, like literally his talent is out of this world. But here's what's going on in the States that they can't get. WWE can't do it. AEW definitely won't be able to do it. But I want to see a promotion that can have a, a, a stable, that you're going for a belt that fits this type of division that's on pace with the world title. I know it won't happen, but if we don't have the establishment here in American wrestling that can give the opportunity for wrestlers like him to have that standpoint where they can show how many people you can get. Because think about that. In, in that stable, you can have not stable rather, but in that clash of competition. Maybe a ricochet, maybe, and I would just throw some throwback names into for for Nigeria's purposes: to Carrera, uh, A Sincar, a Rey Mysterio. All of those type of wrestlers that you could put in that platform where they compete for some type of world title, maybe used what? as or as what like the X Division was back in the day for TNA, and it makes sense where a lot of your top stars start to go forward. So, what if Kenny Omega went after him for some type of world title for that dynamic of a championship run what? for that style of wrestling?
4: Well, two two things. This is why WCW was as good as it was because they didn't alienate cruiserweights nope. as if they were just nope. some extra. They, were front they, and they center. They, yeah, they got they they can close. They can open the show. They can close the show. They can go after folks in the cruiserweight division. Could go after. Uh, the, the, the world championship, if need be, they, they were just a special styling of the roster that just could go eligible just for that belt, but could exceed beyond that, if need be. That's the problem. Every single yep. time you get a you get a, a, a roster or a division of cruiserweights or high flyers or luchadors, they get alienated. They got Barney belts last time yep. and that didn't go over well or Two, 205 live of <laughs> rest in peace. I uh, never stood a chance after the cruiserweight classic that had nope. built up so much momentum. But the la- last thing I'm gonna say is that uh, to Damian's point, WrestleMania weekend, you damn sure better go hit every indie show that you can and get the top dollar because the prices went up with that debut that you just oh, had, no doubt. But let's not forget the last time that Triple H had power during WrestleMania weekend was when he was fully running NXT and he went and looked at some indie shows. And we've talked to the both of them, and they said they nope. Triple H came to the nope. show. and Said, "I'll take a Keith Lee, I'll take yep. a Donovan Dijak." Yep. yep, Cherry picking. Yep. I'll take this when you see cart. And, and 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 think about it. those were two bigs that were doing these insane things, things you yep. haven't seen before. Yep. Ain't no way he not looking at him and saying, "Holy crap!" <laughs> we will take that. We'll open up the book for him. Absolutely got money for it. Um, and I think that's, you know, and brother, and, and again, I still don't say you sign, but you no. damn sure raise your stock. Once you hear that one competitor offer you this and the other competitor offered you that, and then you already working with your play, you, you bring all those dollar bills back to your agent or whoever and say, <laughs> somebody better figure out something. Cause I, brother, I knew my word for not. They did. <laughs> Here's Bruce. the numbers behind it. Yep.
2: Here's why I don't care. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Had to now, get one to No, I, I didn't watch the um, the match because, honestly, I turned off Dynamite at about 8.45 because I saw what I wanted to see. Um, I don't particularly know who Iho David Vakingo is. Uh, I know the name, but I can't place him with anything. And I don't like Kenny Omega. So selling me on a dream match that I don't give a shit about isn't going to sell me on a dream match that I don't give a shit about. And the rest of the show was whatever. Um, so I tapped out just before nine and I see all, and I heard all of the stories and I saw all the, you know, the gifts and people have seen things they've never seen before. And I'm not going to say that I don't appreciate that level of athleticism and the gymnast routine that some guys bring to the table. Uh, your ricochets, your young bucks and, and, and so on. Um, you know, Keith Lee pulling out cruiserweight moves despite his size, you know, which got him in different positions where he could do that. But as far as what where he should go next, um, I'm not convinced that AEW needs him. So that's one of the reasons why he shouldn't go there. Uh, yes, it's easy to make a big splash, become the flavor of the month, and then when you lose flavor, you go you, away. Because I have no idea what the hell... Uh, do we have a phone in Narnia that we can find uh, Bandito? You know, <laughs> where <laughs> is Miro? Is he even on this planet? You know, I I don't know if they have the reception of the rock that he lives under, but they can't find him. So and then other people, I mean, you know, for better or worse, Scorpio Sky is ready to come back. Haven't heard a peep from him. So they have and have had a bloated roster. The last thing they need is another guy that can do the things that the other guys can do. If he's not going to be a, a champion and I don't know how well his English is. Uh, But if he's not going to be a champion, insert it at the tippity top because people think he deserves it right now, which you're not going to do that because this is the summer of Friedman. You've already made that abundantly clear. And the elite don't have to be world champions because they're off doing other things. So where does he fit in? Not in AEW. He's too big for impact. So if he wants to just make, you know, short runs and short stints, sure, he can be the ultimate free
4: agent not Goldberg ultimate, but but he could be the ultimate free agent uh, this year. I, I will also say really quickly too, I mean, like I, I don't firmly agree that, I mean, he can do what everybody's doing, but I also think he he does bring a level of uniqueness as well. And I think this will raise the bar for all those other folks. I expect Ricochet to pull out some new stuff. The name I was thinking about earlier is Will Ospreay, who also came through AEW with a nice debut, also did not sign. I think you have to kind of look at something like that and say like, well, why didn't he? And why should I, you know, and, 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 and again, while dark has been a measure of raising people's price tag up for the Indies, when you are, should Please we say main? That. Yeah, is exactly. that, well, when you main roster ready and prepped and you get this big debut against one of the top people, uh, one of the elite, no pun intended, your price also goes up. You yeah. just work right yeah. on a higher scale here. And you, yeah. again, you look at somebody like Will Osprey and say, he could literally sign anywhere. Why didn't he sign anywhere? Because why would he? Collect that check all over, sir. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. If I'm, if I'm Vakingo, my thought after last night was, hey, he's already got the AAA deal. He's already got the belt down there. So I'm assuming he's locked into a contract. But well, who knows exactly how things work down there. So who knows? He could really be a free agent. But let's assume he isn't. After that match, the way that match was with it being so damn spectacular and so much high-end crazy stuff in it, the one thing I was thinking was, like, I don't know if that would translate on American TV to a week-to-week thing. I don't know. But if I'm Tony Khan, I'd be all for, like, I want inroads with this guy to bring him in like I did last night as, like, a special attraction. Where maybe every six weeks or so, maybe every other month or something, he shows up and he does a match like he did last night. But the rest of the time, he ain't here. He's like my special dude I bring in every once in a while for a big episode of Dynamite, for a match on the pay-per-view or something. But otherwise, he's not there all the time. And in the meantime, he can be doing whatever. If if the main deal, hell, his main deal is with AAA. You make a deal with AAA where essentially it's like, hey, I want to be the exclusive U S guy for him and he can be doing other stuff. Who, who knows, but that way it wouldn't be a straight up AEW deal, but it'd be like AEW is like, is his American outlet. As far as like Tony can be like, look, I can give you tons of publicity by putting you on TBS, but I'm also not tying you down completely to this is it. You're only here and all yeah. this i don't a know that rock. was my and i think in the long run that would do him good i think not being seen all the time keeping that mystique about him to where it's like when he does show up it's a big deal but he's also yeah. not you know Rey mysterio that you see every darn week and just I, matches all the time
4: and I, I will say one thing it's not my original thought but i i i saw earlier in phil Linz, Lindsay of uh Grapsity, he said a very simple tweet in terms of like Oh, it looks like the crowd knows who he is. And I thought about that for a second. I said, I'm not sure if I agree or disagree, but they're reacting. Yeah, they're and reacting. I think that's yeah. It's all about
0: reactions.
4: Yeah, that's enough. He got their to attention say. with his moves. That's, that's it's it. that simple. That's it. And I like your idea, Will. Special attraction, make it a soccer loan. Obviously, AAA, be smart, be more smart to impact and make sure you get something out of it mm-hmm. and, and 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 continue to. Do what you've been trying to do all this time, and that's gain American territory and publicity. And I think that if you work in a fair deal of using that special the attraction, you damn sure better get something on the other end that is equally as just. But for uh Van Kingo himself, this is absolutely a career development move for him too. Learn the English, learn the American audience, learn work some of these other folks that you may never network, different statues, different builds, and so on. I mean, you bring it, you're talking about Miro. You sign me up for that match right now. Absolutely. Right now. <laughs> Don't <laughs> just, even care. Don't even care how you bring Miro back. Just bring them two back together and say, figure it out. <laughs> that's, that's a very
1: interesting. Well, I just want to add that if that was the happen to Fakingo where he has that type of special contract, where he would come on, even just a dynamite, not a, even a, a pay-per-view per se, but just a dynamite, that might change the whole landscape of how independent wrestlers do business and how they're using shows to spotlight them if the company doesn't know how to get it to their benefit in the right way. Just very interesting.
0: Yeah. There we go. All right. So from Vikingo to a man we mentioned a couple times Ugh. who may be the biggest free agent out there right now. since it's been confirmed, he is out. He is available. We're running low on time. So let's just make this really quick and easy. Free agent Goldberg, should AEW be next? For no. big bill. And I think it is hell. Why the hell not? Why the hell not?
3: We were talking
0: recently about sting and like retirement. I say you bring in Goldberg. You have him run through a couple people, do a couple matches, nothing crazy. And then you top it all off at the end by sting and Goldberg Double retirement match. No, <laughs> <him off> the <laughs> double, <laughs> pass, double retirement. It's
4: like, the whole match. No, thank <laughs> <you>. Listen, <laughs> listen I need I need y'all to pay attention to Jamal right now because he's going to say something way wild. But before he gets a chance, absolutely not. Will the no. match we need to have is Uh-oh. Goldberg versus Jade and Jade retire him for the longest oh. streak ever. That book it. There we go. Mo- J- J- Jade Berg versus Goldberg. Berg. Yeah. All right. Oh All right. <laughs>
3: No, that's simple there's yep. uh, uh, okay, he's a name, yay, but unless he's gonna put over someone, let's say, and I thought about this if you want to have big men slapping man meat, how about Big Bill versus Bill Goldberg? <laughs> give him three minutes and then go home. no that's it <laughs> no. Oh,
2: boy. there's money to be made here Yep. And, and that's and that's the long short of it and, and then like I think. Goldberg should be given the the contract that Punk should have been given, and that's a short pay per view stint run. You know, you're here for a short time. You know, give him uh, the distance between pay per views can be two to four months. I don't have a problem with Goldberg debuting it all out and then staying. Uh, uh not all out. Um, what the hell is the next double nothing double and then staying nothing. through all out? That's three months. Given him the retirement match that he arguably deserves, the WWE isn't going to give him. Uh, there's a, a plethora of matchups that we've never seen before. We know who Goldberg is. There's merch to be had. There's money on the table. I, you know, I don't think that he needs to be a, the 20 minute workhorse because he was never that when he was good, and he was never good. But I do think that you know there is money to be made here, and if I, I can see. Goldberg squashing, you know, Cesar Benoni or Bear Country or whatever, the the dark regulars to get him to get himself up a little bit. And then I see him moving on to Jericho, who retires him. Mm -hmm. I think that that could be, you know, obviously they don't necessarily have the history together. Damn sure don't. I don't think Jericho's ever been fond of him at all.
0: No, No. No. not at all. They've had real life heat before. Right. right? Yeah.
2: Which which I think would be personally interesting. (laughs) To see how well that works out because they've been in the same room, but never on the same side of the spectrum.
4: I mean, it's, I think it's no different than him and CM Punk. I, this doesn't work. This is, this is literally oil and water right now. I, I but hey, drama definitely adds publicity to, well, AEW. Listen, they have a TV show on the back burner that needs to, to get content <laughs> for.
2: Yeah. I don't even want to think he's content. I think he's boring. No, I agree with you, but the, because the thing is, is that he, he was the, the um, dark side to WWF Thanos at the time. And yeah. that's, that's what he was. Yeah, And they came up with, with, with the same damn thing and said, you're going to be this guy. Okay, yeah. cool. And even back then, the, the Austin Goldberg comparisons ran wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. But I don't think that, you know, I, I don't want to see 65-year-old Sting hobble around and, and do stuff. Um, I don't necessarily need to see fifty-plus-year-old Goldberg hobble around and do stuff, but I am for seeing something that I have never seen before.
4: I, I, I will say one other thing that this makes sense. Goldberg goes, gets his match, gets to talk about working in all the promotions and whatnot, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Book whatever you're going to book for him. The biggest thing I think is allowing him, allowing his son to be a part of AEW roster and getting that training from all those different talents that's in there. I think when you think about somebody like Hook. I think he think about the pillars. I think this is a perfect fitting to really get his son the attention, the drive, uh, the diversity outside of WWE in order to become an efficient wrestler. And I think there is potential television money for that as well, too. Goldberg has been a reality star, and I can imagine Warner Media Discovery crew uh, could take a look at that and see if there's something to be made there.
0: I'm telling you, I could absolutely see a Goldberg and MJF match. I could totally see it. it, oh, that's it the worse. promos the promos would be oh, so Russia damn easy. The, the the key would be, I mean how the thing WWE got right with him on this last run is they kept all his matches short. Mm-hmm. They barely ever went more than five minutes. They kept all his stuff very simple. Spear, yep. jackhammer, nothing much more than that. And that's all you do with him. You keep right. it short and simple and make it easy. I like Jabal's idea. Give me the summer of Goldberg in a with AEW. just one summer though. Get his get his dumbass yeah. out of there. Come come Three fall. months. He's got three go. months. Yeah, sure. I would a, retirement, mind a
2: retirement run.
0: Yeah, it's a retirement tour. That's all yeah. it would be. Nothing more than that. That's all I'm thinking. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. We are at our hour. Is there any other little quick thing before we wrap it up and head into WrestleMania week next week, gentlemen? Yes,
1: one quick thing. Just um, just a shout-out to Alexa Bliss, who literally mm-hmm. had a cancer scare. So uh, anytime somebody has that, just want to give them a shout-out. I'm happy she's okay. I know she made a little bit of you know a, a smile gesture of it, but definitely hope that she continues to stay healthy.
4: Also, Alexa Bliss, uh, the mass singer, definitely yep. a surprise there. Was yep. not expecting that, uh, which was interesting because – she was kind of playing to like WWE knows where I'm at. People P- was like, "Oh, they don't got nothing for her." See, dirt sheets. This is this is this is the problem with dirt sheets right here. She may not be on television, but she was on television, and it yeah, still yeah. was making sure that she was getting. She that was check. doing a project, absolutely. Yep. And then also the other thing at the airports and whatnot mm. with, with all the wrestlers. Yeah, uh, I hope all of them continue to speak out about that <sighs> BS because I got to tell you, as a person who has never ever directly try to either stay in a hotel where a wrestler stay at or try to rendezvous with a wrestler in a public vicinity. I have stayed in a, in a, in a hotel inadvertently. And I got to tell you, it makes me even uncomfortable going yep. to my room, going through a barricade of folks in order to get to the elevator and, and, and get to my room that you pay good dollars for, but you got to go through all this beforehand. And they literally, literally, Day in and day out, the standing there, creating their their whole little aisle of things, it's it's the absolute worst. I yeah. hope that wrestlers stand to end that shit because it is it's 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 literally the worst feeling, and they don't even want me and I feel uncomfortable. That's how yeah. I know they gotta be feeling terrible. As a matter of fact, just just a quick little other story. One time in a hotel, we seen the SmackDown crew coming in for a pay-per-view weekend, which means that this is after SmackDown went off air, plus the commute of wherever they had to go to come into it. We're going to say this is 1, 2 a.m. Ain't nobody trying to talk to nobody that late. Nope. Ew, you barely even want to go to the desk without the customer service to check in, because all the fuck you want to do is get to your bed and go to sleep. Yeah, you got to do that, and then you got to go through a barricade. And folks like, Sign this! Sign this! Here, here! Keep calling her name.
0: I got fifteen Funko Pops here, and they're going to be on eBay tomorrow. We better put a autograph on them. All right, it's the worst mm-hmm. out. No boss. good. All right, so is that it? We good for this week? Uh, Dominic, yeah.
3: Dominic Mysterio for the win. That's all I'm going to say. On what you? Oh, God, he's so goes <laughs> so good. Good. That's it.
0: All right. Well, next Thursday night, eight p.m. As always, we are here each and every week. Your Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. Now, I'm assuming next Thursday it's the same plan as usual, even it's WrestleMania week. At least some of us will be here. Some of us will be
4: be back next week, folks.
0: All right. So Thursday, eight p.m. As always, even during WrestleMania week, we will be breaking it down for the biggest week of the year. A lot more WWE talk next week, I am sure. If you are traveling to the West Coast. For all the festivities, safe travels. Two teams will be there on the ground, keeping track of things. So it will be a busy week next week, folks. As always, at BigGoldBelt.com for all the wrestling and entertainment needs. At Big Gold Belt on all your social media platforms, and we will see you next week, folks. As we get ready for WrestleMania, buckle in. See you then. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, what I really need.